Hello and welcome to Lifetime Uncorked, the podcast where we discuss your favorite made-for-TV movies. Whether you love to hate watch or hate yourself for loving them, pour up a glass of your favorite cocktail and join us. I am your host, Patrick Serrano, and my guests today are... I am Drew Current. I am Chris Cady. And I'm John Lee Kutsky. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We oh, yeah. Chris, Chris and, and Jay Lee, Lee. up in the house. <laughs> there we go. Jay Lee's been on the podcast before. Hey, guys. Wait, you have? She has. Yeah, I'm sorry, Chris. Oh, I, I thought this was your you. first time. Oh, no. Well, Chris, no. it was a train wreck of a of a appearance. Not that you were a train wreck, but I'm just saying, like, our we watched the movie, like, so drunk oh, yeah. that, <laughs> that you didn't we remember. Barely we remembered. barely remembered, and we were like, oh, wow. <laughs> it was a hard time describing to me what the movie was. Okay. Yeah, Drew's like, this doesn't sound like a I'm film. I'm like, I don't, is this, I'm going to put a cork. Right? I think I corked it. You did. I think we all oh, did. Oh, is that a oh, thing? Yeah. <laughs> what is Wait, I want to know. You'll yeah, describe see. You'll the see. options. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Do you, just wait till the end, Chris. You'll, okay. you'll get your, we're like, you know, bringing Chris into the fold now so he knows. Yeah. Yeah. You, you'll, you'll see. Okay. You'll see. You'll see. It'll excited. be a surprise. Okay. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. So I asked you guys on the podcast because you are true crime aficionados. Well, specifically, we are the Jinx aficionados, which deal is a docuseries dealing with the case of Robert Durst. Right. Very and famous. Very famous. Mm-hmm. I know nothing about Robert Durst. I'm only approaching this through oh, well. the lifetime filter. <laughs> yeah. So Great. I had to call in the experts because yep. from the movie, spoiler alert, Drew. Yeah. I still don't really know it what about, happened. Yeah. It about so, Durst. You know, about Lifetime Durst. likes to do the the you know true crime like reimagining a true story they like to do a reimagining of it i feel because there's some stuff they definitely i mean there's always a fictionalization but for this i think almost everything was based off like they're imagining based off the facts because it's they all just, about intimacy between they Kathy just heard and about it yeah i mean <laughs> yeah it's like, second we heard hand. about this and we're gonna make a movie mm-hmm. correct if Lifetime were to have an art house wing, mm-hmm. this would be in the art house wing, art house wing oh, of okay. Lifetime. Okay, because yeah, they have an Emmy Award winner directing Yves again with the Yves Drew, a Y V E S person, what? not the same it's person, not the same guy. I think it's that- just Yves. Yves, Yves, I don't know. <laughs> like Yves Saint Laurent. Samonu. Samonu. S I M O N E. You can't talk to me like that. Yves Samonu. That's the director, okay? Samonu, Samonu. Also, we have an Emmy nominated script writer, Bettina Gialos. Gialos. Anyway. What I'm saying is the, the people involved in this film, the director and writer, are both Emmy winners or nominees. Oh, okay. So in the film industry, they are a big deal. Okay. Okay? So Lifetime spent a pretty penny. They did not spend a pretty penny on the cast. However. What about Catherine McPhee? She's famous. Well. As a singer, right? Right, exactly. American Idol. Yeah. So we have starring Catherine McPhee from American Idol. She was the runner-up, Drew. You okay. might know her from Smash. I don't think that's your jams, but it is not. It's like a Broadway show. Oh, she was like no, a singer, whatever. No, it's a TV show about. She's Broadway. also in House Bunny. Have you ever seen House Bunny? My favorite movie, House Bunny, starring Anna, Anna Ferris. Oh no, I haven't seen that. Let's watch it together. Is that the sorority yes, one? I have it on. I might have seen that. I might it's have good. seen that. 
And playing Robert Durst is Daniel Giles. I don't know him. What? I don't know him. No. He's no. married that to... That is a bad casting. Do you know this, really? You know yeah. him? He's married to Rachel Lee Cook. <gasps> really? Shut the yes. front and door. when I read that, I was just very... Um, Shocked, I guess is the word. Yes. Chris, you did your There's, research. I'm impressed. I did. There's I researched a lot. No, he doesn't. He has no Robert credits. Durst. Oh, he the is. The actual man is oh. a. He's a little squirrely yes. piece of shit. So, Drew, you, <laughs> yes, you know correct. about Robert Durst. Yes. Fine. Okay. Yes, I so, I am literally the only person at the table. Me and the podcast listeners who probably don't know who Robert Durst is because, you know, we just watch Lifetime and Drink Wine and it's and no big it. deal. And that's it. Um, so. I have I- a fun fact about Robert Durst. The only time I've ever done any sort of stand-up set was at PH during rehearsal. They made us do like a one minute, minute and a half stand-up set. Yeah. And I wrote mine about me having a crush on Robert Durst and imagining the date that we would have together. It went pretty well, I feel like, well, except for know, I dropped a lot of F-bombs. I was going to say, Whatever. now we don't even have to imagine because this Lifetime movie actually, actually gave us like, gave flirting us Robert Durst. Okay. The stand-up set would have to change. Yes, yes that's true. <laughs> okay, like, what'd you get? You got I that don't from, believe I've said the title from... of the movie. Today we are covering The Lost Wife of Robert Durst. The Lost Wife of Robert Durst. Okay. So, we know that. Now, we're going to jump into the plot. My notes are very confused because I don't know anything. So, at the very top of the movie, we get Lifetime Pictures Presents, which is, Chris, you might not know. I don't. Unusual. (laughs) Usually, it's another production company producing the film and they sell it to Lifetime. For a Lifetime movie to produce... Are you okay? Are you choking? Yeah, I tried to turn my head so as not to call attention. It's fine. It will pick it up. It'll pick it up. Um, Drink some wine. You're fine. So Lifetime Movie presents. We know it's pretty serious because Lifetime Movie does not present things. Mm. Uh, The Lost Wife of Robert Durst. So we have Robert Durst. Okay. And he's coming to report his wife. And she is missing. Mm -hmm. He -hmm. tells the police. And... They're like, oh, this guy's the Robert Durst. He is a very rich man and owns half of Manhattan, air quotes. Yeah. He's very wealthy. So, uh, well, I don't know if it's true. It, that is, uh, his it's, family does. Yeah, yes, it's, it's very true. true. Mm-hmm. Durst. Yeah. Seymour Durst is his dad. Doug uh, Durst before, is his So I want, before we go into it, yes. I want you to see what Robert Durst looks like. In Actually. real life? Yeah. Patrick, do you really not know? Oh, you don't know. You guys, I don't know. <laughs> oh, well, no, that, and that's okay. And that's I okay. thought this guy was it, handsome. We're, we're, no. we're gonna, you're gonna explain to me the Lifetime movie. Mm-hmm. I know what happened. The true happened movie. Yes. yes. <clears throat> this is Robert Durst. Oh. Of course, of course. Why is he in a neck brace? He's definitely older. Did Who he get knows? hurt? Oh no! It was fa- he was thinking his. Oh, it's Bobby face. Durst. It's a fake Bobby Durst. Face. Um, but these are, yeah. No, he's he's garbage. Oh, <clears throat> um, but yeah, that that is him. He's an old squirrely little fucking mm-hmm. piece of shit. I see. Yes. Right? Okay. Um, and then, and then let's look at who. <laughs> let's you... look at who played him. Oh, that dude okay. was fine. Dude, wait, hold and up. Ryan Gosling that... played him in another movie. I'm not joking. The, there's All good no things. way. All good things. Ryan Gosling pa- played oh, him. That's the and guy. Kirsten Dunst played Kathy in All Good Things. So, not joking. Daniel I... Giles 
does not look like Robert Durst. Nor does Ryan no. Gosling, no. I have to say. <laughs> yes. Daniel Jazz was very, I mean, he had the 70s glasses um, and long hair. Drew, can I request that you pull up a young Robert Durst? Yeah. I mean, he doesn't. Well, I mean, let's be fair. You're showing is the current same. day. I, you're right. You're right. You're right, and I True. should I should show young while you're looking Robert up young Durst. Robert Durst. I'll continue with my my synopsis. So yes. we flash to 1971. We have Catherine McPhee, who will be referred to as Catherine McPhee because she's playing someone named Kathy. Mm-hmm. So, Kathleen, though. Oh, Kathleen. With, but fine. But fine. But yes. Yeah, so Kathy, Catherine, whatever. Catherine McPhee. She's in a like very cool velvet velvety skirt, very 70s, very styled, very well. Good job, costume designer. Mm-hmm. Probably an Emmy nominee. I, I made winner. it. One of my notes says that the costumer was on point for this movie. The costumes are excellent. It was like This Is Us, but a Robert Durst movie of This Is Us. <laughs> <laughs> so, Top budget. So costumes. this is him like younger. That's Still not the same. Nope, not even fucking close. Wow, not even fucking okay. close at all. Well, Lifetime likes to recast things, so. I'm Bobby interested Durst. in it. So they cast a hot man to be the bad guy. Yeah, great if, jawline. If he wasn't hot, then I wouldn't want to watch the movie. Right. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, I. who would? So Catherine Fee just moves to New York, okay? And she's going to be a dental assistant. That's like what she's there for. And she's like in her apartment and she runs into Robert Durst. Like literally like runs in and cute meet the whole thing. Oh, okay. Like a romantic comedy. Sure. And I'm like, I'm here for this. <laughs> I got it. I love this. I'm on it. I love it. Mm-hmm. And he's cute. He but nags her from the beginning. Like very even when he runs flirting. into her in the hall, he is a he is a nagging flirter. Meaning like, what does that key, mean? Yeah. So it's like low key negative comments to where it's like not necessary. It's not quite a diss. Uh-huh. But like she's like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't see you. And he's like, oh, obviously. And uh, my friend who watched the movie with me, she made a lot of comments on their relationship throughout, obviously. The first thing she said, you know, early on was that he was negging Kathy to make her want to prove herself. So that's something that, you know, Chris and I have talked about before that women can find attractive is that negging quality because then you want to... You know, you want to prove yourself. For, you want to, mm, oh, but wait, mm. I'll, he'll see. He'll see I'm better than that, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's a whole nagging thing. Nagging's that's, a thing, right, Drew? That, that's that's not that a thing. That's totally a thing. In, in gay. In I saw gay, you hating on Amy in uh, gay cutting world, her celery. In gay world, not a thing. If you nag me, fuck <laughs> you, dude. <laughs> no, goodbye. I think that's not yeah, a no, thing for males. Like, it doesn't go well for males. Yeah, because you're like, fuck. Go fuck yourself, motherfucker. Exactly. <laughs> but exactly. women, that you know, they, correct, they feel like more, I, I want to prove, I want to prove myself, I want to prove to you that I'm worthy, that I like you. Interesting. You know? Is Kathy as attractive as Catherine McPhee? Because Catherine McPhee no. is a very attractive woman. No, woman. I will say, and Kathy, R.I.P., R.I.P. Here's, here's another little, this Kathy is Durst. Young. Oh, she looks Kathy like was attractive. They're very 70s. You're going to have to post 70s. these pictures to accompany it. I, I will like. post these pictures during the week leading up to the podcast so mm-hmm. we can actually see them. And I'll, like, hashtag Robert Durst, so then all the Robert Durst people come <laughs> yeah, and find the, me. Get, get that all. We get love that, Durst. We would have found Durst. that hashtag. Get that Durst, BDE. Get that Durst audience. <laughs> That's Bob Durst energy. Bob Durst energy, which probably is not a good thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they're flirting. Really bad. No, they're it's a very flirting. Bad they're flirting in the movie. We're back to the movie. Mm-hmm. And he has like a very, the actor playing Robert Durst has a very twitchy face, which I was like, oh, he's not to be trusted with his twitchy face. That's Bob Durst. Robert Durst really does do that. Oh, really? My friend and I invented a drinking mm-hmm. game, me 
meaning I did enforce her to participate. Sure. Where every time, you know, he says Bobby or Kathy, you know, we drink. Every time he did twitchy face, he drinks, which in real life, real life Bob Durst does that constantly. Like this was all in the, like the doc. In the doc, the, yeah. If you watch the doc, watch you that. see yeah. a lot of like, I but think yeah, they based he, a lot of it on that. He does. I don't have time to twitch. watch documentaries. I'm watching Lifetime and Hallmark. Okay. <laughs> watch them for And then show. when I'm not watching Lifetime and Hallmark, I'm watching like the darkest dramas I can find. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Love oh, it. Yeah. Oh, sure, yeah. sure. Of okay. course. So, Catherine Feast painting her apartment yellow. <laughs> Bright yellow. The brightest yellow I've ever seen. 70s yellow. Mm-hmm. 70s yellow. And mm-hmm. Robert Durst is like, hey, like, let's go to a fancy dinner because, like, you deserve it and, you know, whatever. So they go to a fancy... Oh, wait. Uh, they go to a fancy dinner, yes, and he like isn't dressed appropriately for the dinner. And Catherine McPhee's like, "I'm painting my house. I'm in like overalls and like my hair's in a messy ponytail, and I don't really think I should go to this fancy place." And they won't admit them. They're like, "Don't come in." He tries to give him a jacket to wear, and Durst refuses. Yeah, some places, especially back in the day, had like dress codes. You had to have sure. a jacket or a tie, sure, 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 and sure. he gets angry, psycho angry, and she's like. Baby, let's go. Baby, let's go. Let's go. Baby, let's get out of here. You're getting crazy. Yes. And you're they, getting crazy. Fruit. They go like to have a like, picnic in the park, and they're talking about how great New York is. They drink coffee in the blue New York cups. Yes. Oh, the I'm um, obsessed mm-hmm. with those. Yep. I don't know what the brand is, but it's not Starbucks. It says like "Thank you for pleasure to serve you" or "Thank you." For yeah, who cares about you. the cups? I love the goddamn <laughs> cups, Drew. Drew, John Lee loves the cups. Okay, fine. And I want to know what happens. Shout out to the props person <laughs> of the cups. Okay. Authentic. So, apparently New York isn't that great because Robert Durst convinces Catherine McPhee to move to Vermont to open a health store. Yes. It's called All Good Things. Which was also the name of the movie starring Ryan Gosling and oh, Kirsten Durst. Dur- I thought. Kirsten Durst. Kirsten Durst. Kirsten Durst. Durst. Dunst. Yeah. Help me. Help me. Kirsten Dunst. <laughs> lifetime All-Star. Mm-hmm. 15 and Pregnant. Oh, and um, yeah. Ooh, and she was in um, that movie with Ryan Gosling. Called all good things about Robert Durst. So, so all good cro- things we're cross promoting is for- also a weepy song. If you guys know the weepies, um, so I thought that's what it was about. I've never heard music before. <laughs> okay, I'm just bringing it back to my my listeners who don't know Robert Durst, and like I'm gonna just bring it in with just a weepy song. In. Of course, I think that's smart. of course. Yeah. So. They go hiking a lot, and there's like you know they make love by the fireplace. Oh yes. Oh, that happens oh, in yeah. a, that Barbara Streisand movie, The Way We Were. Sure, and it happens Robert in this Ruffin. movie, and it's basically this is basically where the Hallmark movie ends, right, Drew? Because mm-hmm. it's like in a Hallmark movie, the woman would be like going to do a thing. She's like, I'm going to be a dental hygienist and whatever, <laughs> and then she meets a man, she falls in love, mm-hmm. they get a cabin in Vermont. And they stay there happily ever after. We're bam, done. Bam, We're done, done and done. Happily ever after. But since oh, this is a lifetime life movie. You also, so, so not only does he ask her to move in with him on the second date. Yeah. He also, as my friend put it, blitzes her with personal secrets, which I found out is an emotionally abusive manipulative strategy to um, like get someone to really like you. Because if you tell, he tells her when they're having their blue cup 
picnic yes that you know his mom died in this tragic accident and like just throws all these crazy like oh i'm you know tragic hero kind of messed up and my mom he doesn't say that she committed suicide but he kind of implies that and um he gives her all this information which makes her feel really close to him and i did not know as my friend again my friend bay told me that it's that's like an emotionally abusive manipulative strategy to get someone to like really i mean that's what i do you right. reveal a lot early yeah. on. I, just I know. reveal every single Drew, thing about you me. you eat spaghettios out of a can, and yeah. I know your secret. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm actually, when I told you that, I'm manipulating you. <laughs> uh, I felt so... I felt so empowered knowing it's that you eat spaghetti or something. So you'll continue can. to host a podcast with me. Yes. I, you could tie, I'm making you do this podcast it's by all coming gaslighting out. you. Wow, it's all coming out. Okay, yeah. but guys, yeah. since this is a Lifetime movie, mm-hmm. since this is a Lifetime movie, ugh, my diction... I need to work on that. <laughs> uh, the cute dogs start. The cute, starks, the cute dogs go missing. So we know we're out of Hallmark land and dogs are missing. So they mentioned that six different, six or more different dogs have disappeared on like that Durst has owned. And they are all named, anyone? anyone? Igor. Igor. They're all named really? Igor. They like name the, them Igor wait, every what? time. Yes. Why? Igor one through six. Or At least six, but it's six to eight, basically, they specify that it's six that. to eight. So, Drew, yeah. the movie now is jumping through different timelines. Oh, I've called way too much. one timeline is the yellow timeline, <laughs> which is where Catherine McPhee <laughs> exists in the 70s, favorite. okay? Okay. So that's the yellow timeline. Yeah. The blue timeline is where Robert Durst reports, reports the wife missing. Okay. Why is it blue? Because the no, wait, that's the, that's so accurate. The tones of the film have oh, blue. Okay. So the tones yeah. in the seventies have yellow. There is another timeline, mm-hmm. which we'll call the green timeline, but it doesn't really have a green. It's more modern than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that will come later. Okay. So I'm going to start jumping through timelines now. So we're back into the blue timeline. Wait. Yes. When he reports are missing. And Robert Durst. Oh, oh, Robert Durst has all these dogs missing and his wife's missing. And they're like, something's wrong with Robert Durst. Like, he's probably <laughs> like responsible for this and whatever. Yeah. And the police are like, we're going to question him. And then Durst lawyers up. Mm-hmm. I'm in gonna that interject again about the blue timeline. It's okay. also kind of appropriately named because this has a lot to do with like the police activity at the time. And, like, I thought you were gonna say blue. like Van Gogh shit and start like no. talking about the blue period or no. whatever the fuck. Hard no on that. <laughs> but I will say so he goes to the police office like multiple times. They're shooting scenes in the police office, uh-huh. and in one of the scenes, they in the background like called a. It was like a radio dispatcher, and they said like. Three a three one one and my friend Bay again who was watching this with me and provided you know my some notes. Where for is me. she? Where the where the fuck is she? Is that her name? Her name's Caitlin, but all my friends know her as I always call her Bay, mm. so it, it's I just thought, a nickname. I thought that was my name. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm you could get there one day. Continue, continue. Anyway, Bay looked up. She noticed that they in the background, like this was not part of the plot or anything to do with Durst. They were talking about like, I don't know if it's like code 311 or just like, oh, we have a 311 at this address. 
the radio dispatcher. So Bay decides to Google it and finds out that this is child pornography. 311 is the police code for child pornography. And randomly in this movie, they're like, we have a code for 311. And she's like, yep, they had a, you know, 72 Maple Street. They had a child pornography instance. Oh, my God. And I just thought that was such a fun fact and how fun of her to research it. But what on earth? Look, Lifetime doesn't have time to look up codes. Mm, So they just put in child pornography. Emmy nominated the Emmy Emmy nominated screenwriter Bettina Gios does not have time to look up facts. No. What about Eve's no. Samoyu? <laughs> yes. So <laughs> now we flash to the yellow timeline again, the seventies, mm-hmm, Drew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Robert Durst and Catherine McPhee are moving back to New York. Did I jump? No. No. Um, they're right. moving back to New York. They they're married. They have more dogs. <laughs> You know, they there's got, a lot of like just showing them and dogs and life together and love. I was texting someone at this time, so <laughs> I lost interest in what was happening. So it doesn't matter. So then we're back to the blue period, and Robert Durst is throwing around that he he's like people at his work are like, oh, you're like under questioning for something, and he's like. Oh, I have a really big wrench, and I'm going to hit you in the head with this wrench. That's if you his talk brother. That's his brother, oh, okay. Doug, that comes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does threaten Doug physically with a wrench. And, uh, after and prank calling him. him approximately, who knows, 800 times that day. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what he does. He prank calls him from another office. Wait, the office next the, door. Hold on, is this in the movie? Though? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Okay. The movie, <laughs> true. Like, no, I mean, I like, I know the stuff about. We'll him, specify, but, I, but this if it's is true what context. I really want. I don't. Yes, I know the fucking true crime shit. This is a I movie want fact. What they have in he the movie. He holds a big wrench. And a looks really big wrench. At Doug. And the, it's sharp. With a sharp right? end. Yeah. The biggest wrench I've end. ever seen in my life. <laughs> like it's a. Like, it's. I mean, it's like a well, baseball nev- bat. A big biggest wrench you've ever seen in your life, but you never dated Chris. So, I mean. Oh, I got that Bobby Durst energy. <laughs> okay. B-D-E. Okay, Chris. That big old. <laughs> Prove what? it. Prove it. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. Bob wow. Durst energy. Oh, God. Chris whipped out his dick right now. No. Oh, oh, my God. God. <laughs> oh, I'm looking at his dick. I mean, wow. I've seen it before. It's, it's as good. big as the wrench. Wow. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that dick. And as sharp. <laughs> Ow. And, and it's real sharp at the end. It's weird. Okay. It's a weird dick. Pointy so dick. Robert Durst <laughs> then meets his publicist. And she drinks. Susan Berman. Susan Berman. So Susan Berman is actually in real life and also this movie. Yes. His college friend who is involved in like publication and also a mob boss's daughter. So she's really good at like covering up crimes. I get stuff. that by Fun her. Fact. Very black wig with bangs mm-hmm. and accent also, <laughs> and very New York accent. Drink, Long Island, they give it the Long Island accent. Like, drink, but she's drinking martinis, Drew. So I was like, "This woman is me. I love her. I identify with her. <laughs> she's me." Okay, I love her. She is my friend already. Moving back to the yellow period, Catherine Fee tells Robert Durst that she is pregnant, and he tells her to get an abortion. Smush and how could Smush she Martian. get pregnant? That is so rude. You know? He, yeah, he freaks out. And she says, you'll learn to love it, please. And he's just like, no, take care of it. Get the hell out. Yeah, he's like, get rid of it. Yeah. It's, so, he's, it's, he's like, basically, it's you keep the baby or you keep me. But if you keep the baby, we're divorced. She's at the okay. abortion place with her sister. And she is like, the sister's like, you know, just have the baby. You have you have a baby. Just get rid of Robert Durst. He's bad. And Catherine McPhee's like, no, like, I'm justifying his... 
he like I told him I wouldn't get pregnant and I did and I'm a dumb whore for that. Um, I'm really sorry. Oopsies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Big oopsies. Oops a daisy. Yeah. And then they like move to a summer camp like place, a cabin. She gets the abortion and moves to like a in summer camp. Mm-hmm. That's yes. what I was calling it, a summer camp. No, they're, they have eight different homes <laughs> in this movie. I think it's Salem, okay. New York is this, this home, the vinyl home. At this point in the movie, Drew, this is what I write. Am I the lost wife of Robert Durst? What is happening in this movie? <laughs> they do jump between I'm, blue and yellow. Because I'm lot. lost. I'm lost. As fuck. I don't what's understand happening. what's happening. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this, Chris. Were you lost at all? Because I agree that they were jumping a lot, but I'm wondering if like they're expecting the audience to have the context that Chris. Yeah, and I that's had. that's what I think. Is like, are they there? There's too much. It's like pretense, right? Like, exactly. So it's it's going pretense exactly. on. It's what? expecting you to know the basic Be like, story. Anyway, you know this place. Yeah, right? absolutely. Like OJ Simpson. Like if if yeah. someone watched an OJ movie, they'd be like, "All right, we know OJ Nicole Marsha, the OJ American Horse." Story or it whatever the fuck yeah. love was. That's oh my was. god! Oh, the people American versus Horror Story. the yeah, people yeah, versus OJ Simpson o- with uh, no, Sarah Paulson. OJ American Horror Story. OJ. Yes, I love that when 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 OJ when what's his name? Orenthal. Cuba Gooding Jr. Cuba Gooding Jr. played OJ, and he was like Michael Myers, and it was so amazing. But no, so back to this movie. Catherine McPhee goes to nursing school and meets some <laughs> friends, okay? She has friends. A friend. Her best friend's named Gilberta. And I looked up Gilberta because I was like, is She's that real. a name? I didn't look up Gilberta the person. I looked up Gilberta the name. <laughs> Gilberta? Gilberta is a real person. They I, called her Birdie. I want to have a daughter and name her Great. Gilberta because I don't believe that's a name. Because that's, a, that's, a, that's from a fantasy series book. That's, that's from a fantasy book, right? It's that's a real. Like, I'm pretty sure it's a real. Yeah, name but also. like, I'm pretty sure it's from the, Lord of the Rings. The Alberta. Gilberta, I will say, the Gilberta Kathy relationship is what I was really there for. Mm-hmm. I sensed sparks. And, Me too. Right? Lesbianic. Ah, oh. I missed this. I oh, completely I, like. I, I wanted them to take a real left turn mm-hmm. out of like mm-hmm. history and just pursue this. Mm-hmm. If Chris, Catherine I'm and thank you. What is her name? Gil- Gilberta. Gilberta hooked up in this movie. <laughs> Pour it up for that. Pour it up. That yeah. is not what happened. No. No. So they like Cork. make friends, and uh, Robert Durst is like taking out classifieds and cheating on his wife, <laughs> and mm-hmm. Catherine McPhee is like getting super sassy about it, and she's like, "Why are you cheating on me?" And he's like straight up rude to her and calls her an alcoholic, and he's like, "Shut up, alcoholic." Which I thought was really rude. Yeah, we don't like people calling other people alcoholics around here. No, you. Call, I'll put a cork in you that. You call yourself an alcoholic as a hilarious joke that everyone loves. Yes, Drew, I agree. <laughs> you if, call yourself that. If you set limits on what you're drinking, you're an alcoholic. Okay. <laughs> I don't have any limits. I do what I want. I, do and I drink I want. what I want. I do what I want too, and I'm not and I'm an not an alcoholic. Amen. I agree and if with you. you are like, I don't drink on Mondays, you're an alcoholic. You're an alcoholic. Amen. Is that a thing? Yeah, I mean, if you if you say like if you have to put a limit on it for your own drinking, that's bad. Then you're an alcoholic. But if you just go like, I, don't know, I just want some alcohol. Yeah, I'm right just now. drinking right now. No, I'm just drinking. Recording no worries. Podcast. 
No worries anytime. So now we get yeah. to the green period. Another timeline. There's an, an investigator looking into a cold case. He doesn't have computers or cell phones, so I don't really know exactly when it is. But <laughs> they they tell you. I think it's early. Oh, they what do? Is it? I think they tell you ninety ninety nine. I was say early. I was gonna say early 2000s. So I think because he kills Susan Berman. They had to do it old mob, school. Mob mob girl that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. He kills Susan Berman real life in two thousand. December 2000, I think, maybe 2001. No, 2000. And so 99 would have been when they started looking into the case again, late 90s. That sounds right. In real life. This is based on real life, not the Lifetime movie. Sorry, Drew. No, no, no. Just let's stick to the Lifetime movie. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Because I know all this shit. And people oh, who do, really? know, okay. do know this shit. And I don't. But I want to see And I what... do not. But, okay, so Drew. So, you know, in that timeline, they're like pretty sure Catherine McPhee is dead. And the parents are like, you know, we don't really want to open the case. Like, we just want to let her be dead. Um, <laughs> we just... But the policeman in this one is like, oh, no, I'm investigating. I only have like four paragraphs left. I'm so almost done with this movie. I'm just wondering when when all the abuse comes in. Oh, we'll get there. So now we're in the yellow timeline. Yellow timeline. Robert Durst gets passed up for a promotion with his brother. Okay, so the brother. Doug Doug Durst. The brother gets the company and Robert Durst does not get the company. Yeah, Robert Durst is the oldest. That's important to mention. So it would normally go to him. That's like me. Mm -hmm. If my dad died, I would get the business. (laughs) get the company. Not Joe. Not Joe. Sorry, Joe. Sorry, Joe. You don't get the company. But but who would piss into a trash bucket? Exactly. (laughs) So this dude pisses in a... a, The dude, Robert Durst. He's like... Oh, really? You're going to give it to my brother? And he's just like talking. And then he just pee. I'm pee shy. So this is like very impressive. Like Big just, Durst energy. He's in a trash can in the office and puts it on the oh, table. And he's like, here's my piss. I'm out. <laughs> His brother? <laughs> it's like <laughs> Yeah. And the brother pisses in it and sits the trash can on the table. And he's just like, fuck off. Helen. What don't you understand, Drew? <laughs> oh, no. I understand 100%. <laughs> but... <laughs> It's that's, crazy. But this was in the movie? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So then yeah. we get a Christmas party, and I was like, is this a Hallmark movie? What's happening? Christmas? Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Jing, jing, no. jing. Not jing, the jing, type jing, of Christmas jing. party I want, because Robert Durst puts his cigarette out in pastries, which is very rude. And <laughs> then he's like, Catherine McPhee, let's go. And she's like, I'm having a great time. I love Christmas. I'm Catherine McPhee. I have a Christmas album. It's called Catherine McPhee Loves Christmas. And you should buy it on iTunes. <laughs> iTunes doesn't exist. It's on Spotify cross now. Promote, cross promote. Cross promote. But he grabs Catherine McPhee by the hair and literally like drags her out of the place. And everyone in the party is like, that's rude. No, exactly. Everyone in the party is like, that's rude. I was like, my family would have been following him out there with a fire poker and being like, get her her in the house. And they're like, yeah, mm, that was kind of odd. So like they're underreaction. They're going as being like, oh, well, no, No. that's that's how the rich, that's how they're not rich. This is Kathy's family. So it's just like an average American, like upstate New York family. They do like stand, they stand up. So they're, and they're, they're like, oh. Wait they're, a minute. Yeah, they're shocked enough to be like, wait a second. And then they do nothing. So, Catherine McPhee gets dragged out of a Christmas party by her hair. No big deal. Expert Durst fact, this this did happen. This was cited in the documentaries. Continue. Uh, 
Catherine McPhee is having an affair with her medical student friend. Not Gilbertha, sadly. Not Gilbertha. Another person. And she finds out that Robert Durst stopped paying her tuition. So she's like, hey, <gasps> hey, Bob. Bo- Bobby. 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 Can you, Bobby. Can you pay, like, my tuition? Like, what's going on? I'm I'm very dressed very nicely and whatever. And he just punches her in the face. <laughs> And that's real, Drew. You, like that—that that happened in the movie. I know. That, yeah, movie. <laughs> in the movie, that happened. Yes, that happened in the movie. He I mean, they cut away. Do you, do you cover the marital rape scene? Because no, because the marital rape scene was very upsetting for me. Um, in the movie, it, there's a marital rape scene, and he rapes her. And but it's they're married, and marital rape was completely legal until the nineties. So that okay. I'm not trying to be like that. that. For me, is really upsetting. I'm not married. Who cares? Rape is rape. Um, but it's it's weird right. to think about that. You know, like that he was totally within his rights as a husband to rape his wife up until you know the nineteen nineties. Well, crazy. legally, but morally, like Robert Harris, get it together, get it together. Don't mm. rape people. Don't okay. Yep, that get a hundred percent. That I'm and, behind that. Rape equals now, bad. I'm gonna throw that out can. there. Yeah, I mean that's you know it's like saying Don't war is bad. Hey, death. Water is, bad. is wet. All I'm saying is give peace a chance. <laughs> that's what I exactly. Consent, consent, consent. Patrick, peace, peace, peace. Right. So Catherine Fee lawyers up, okay? She's trying to get help for herself. The lawyer, like, victim blames, of course, because it's the 70s. Hi, Keith. And he's like, uh, you shouldn't really file for divorce because you're not going to get any money. And, like, she's like, I really want a divorce. And the lawyer's like, all right, well, you know, document everything that happens to you and fine. So she, like, is looking through papers and finds some, some skeletons in his closet about his finances or something. I don't know. I do not know. It was not clear in the movie what mm-hmm. happened. But yeah. Robert Durst finds out and he strangles her. And she goes to her mom's house for a while. Yeah. Okay. Good call. Good then call, Robert girl. Durst apologizes and he's like, hey, let's go back to the summer camp house, wherever that is. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Salem, New York. And he's like, let's go be alone together. So Robert Durst goes out and Catherine McPhee's at home alone. Calls up her lesbian friend, Gilberta. 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 And she's like, hey, girl, are you having a party? I'm going to come over. And Gilberta was having a small family party in real life. True. This was that like she a, would not normally have been invited swanky to. Swanky party. Gilberta like had all Ellen DeGeneres was there. <laughs> and like, as a child every, in the seventies? Everybody was there. <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell was Rosie there. O'Donnell. Ellen DeGeneres. The Jack Black. Jack he was Black. there, no, probably. Patrick's naming lesbian icons. Yeah. Uh, the, Jack Black the is a lesbian. Lady from Glee. What's the lady from Glee? Jane Lynch. Jane Jack Lynch was Black. there. Chicago shout out. Jack Black was Jack there. Black was Sarah there. Paulson Holland Taylor. And she's like, she's like, Catherine McPhee, you need to break this off with Robert Durst. He's he's bad. He's a bad guy. And Catherine McPhee's like, yes, he is. You're right. I'm I'm getting my liquid courage. I'm drinking wine, which I was like, yes. Which, by the way, I'm gonna fill up my wine glass. Um, while I'm saying this, and she goes to confront her husband. Okay, and. Yeah. She I'm filling it for Patrick. No, actually Patrick's peeing right now. So just in a trash can. So just Is it going to pick that up really? It oh will. yeah, just just for one second just so let him pee. Then the, I've done it so many times. Then the movie goes into slow motion and we get a this is really annoying Drew because I know nothing about what's happening, uh-huh. okay? But the yeah. movie goes into slow motion and we hear a heartbeat 
sound effect. Bum, 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 bum. And then uh, it's like Catherine Felix walking up to the house to like confront Robert Durst. And we yeah. fade to black. And we get a shot of the summer, a like a like drone shot of like the summer camp house. Mm-hmm. And Robert Durst is crying. And then we go back to the timeline. And which we, which color? This is the green time. Okay, nineties. And Susan Berman, the martini drinking publicist, is dead. Robert Durst is the number one suspect. Final shot of the movie is Robert Durst standing on a dock with an umbrella, wearing all black, in the rain. Title title cards come after this. And okay, I, and I didn't write them down because I couldn't care less. Yeah. I yeah, want to yeah, add yeah. in one thing that you forgot to mention, and I was waiting till the end. Okay. There was a quote in, I think it was during the blue period, when they were going over this case and everything, and the quote, and I had the subtitles on because it was, you know, we have a lot of fans in my house, so I am certain, and we wrote this down, the quote is, in the police station they say, we've been humping this case for over a month. And I'm just wondering, what is humping a case? Like, what is, just, well, I you're mean, just working it, on it, it you're humping it, it. You're just like, you just got to. Is that euphemism common? Well, you just got to grind. It's a military euphemism. Is it, Chris? Please weigh in on this. In Vietnam, they uh, when they were going through the jungle, they were like humping through the jungle. So it's just sort of working. Like you're, it's uh, it's like you're you're trudging through it. It's like hump day. But when you're actually humping someone, (laughs) that's exactly right. It's like Patrick. Yeah, that. It's like on Wednesdays. So it was. So Wednesdays suck. To to Mondays. On Wednesdays we wear pink. To get. Uh, to or to make the your point um, yes. is in Vietnam it was on it was on Wednesdays mm-hmm. it was hump day that is when that they would part go is a through, lie. they would only do it on Wednesdays yes you that, you've retained everything okay yeah. Chris is telling the truth so, perfect okay Chris so you got but Chris, sure but he's Chris like we're, we've been humping this case for over a month and I'm like but is humping like bad like is it hard work I feel like you're humping and you're like enjoying it Jaylee are you a top I don't I, yeah, like, what you, yeah, can we just? I'm sorry. Are you a cop? Humping is hard work. is hard work. Sorry, Chris. Just is hard work. Is it? No, I would. You know what? I'm actually no. I've pitched and ca- caught. So okay. I don't want to hear it. Fine, 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 fine. Just saying. It takes energy. I'm not. It just saying, takes a lot of energy to hump, uh, and that's the whole point. Right. So <laughs> thank you. On the podcast, clarified. <laughs> we <laughs> either pour it up or put a cork in it. John Lee, what are you going to do with this movie? We'll get to your Robert Durst facts after, but I want to keep this flow. Cork, cork, cork. Put a cork in that shit. It was terrible. Very difficult to watch. Okay. Okay. Great. Chris? Uh, I need the rules explained to me. This is like a, you give a, a thumbs so up or thumbs down. Pour it up is like, yes, would recommend to a friend. Mm-hmm. Put a cork in it. It's like, no thanks. I'm going to pass. Oh, there's, there's no in between. Okay. Yeah, there's <laughs> no, there's no, uh, like pour sip, no, sips. that was literally what I was going to ask. Yeah, no sips, okay. no sippies. Um, then I guess overall I would say put a cork in it. Okay. Yeah. Drew Bear? I'm gonna pour it up. What? I'm pouring it That's up. interesting. Based solely on our description, because Chris, I don't know if you picked pour- up on this, but Drew does not watch pouring, the movies. I am pouring it up. Drew, you know, see, I don't, Chris I didn't know you this. don't watch the no, movies. No, I'm blind. No, I know. That's the whole. I your Chris pour, didn't I blind, know that. I blind poured up. Mm-hmm. Um, your chair is coming because, off my hand because I I think they nailed it. 
They got it. They got it. Yeah. And I, you know, and I don't, just for what you, what you, Patrick, what you explained to me. Yes. I think they nailed it. I do think they would probably be better to explain more things as if you don't know what the jam is. Yes. But, like, people got to know about this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. He is a garbage person. He is and a bad, bad, baddie. And everything should be... Everyone should know that. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think they really... So, putting it out it. there. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I am going to put a cork in it because I didn't yeah. understand it. Mm-hmm. However, yes. I do think that Robert Durst might be a bad person. Mm-hmm. You know, I it's not confirmed. I didn't yeah. see him kill a dog. He is. Well... Okay, he the had dogs six to seven dogs, six to eight dogs, dogs named Igor. Could have ran away, young man. They could have. And Catherine Fee the, could have left the party earlier. Be fine. And you know, maybe mm-hmm. she shouldn't. She should have gotten an abortion. You so know, do you, like Patrick? Can I can I explain to you now? You, yeah, you explained the movie hey. to me. I did. Can I, I did. explain to you now? How all this shit is going on? Only if Chris and I can correct you as you go. No, <laughs> I do sounds not fair. Correct me. Um, I okay, okay. Yes, I want to be educated on Robert Durst because as I watched this movie, he didn't seem that bad. I've seen worse villains. <gasps> well, Marital I, rape. I've seen worse villains in a Lifetime movie. Marital yeah, there's, rape. There's a lot worse villains and <laughs> where they just Marital kill rape, anyone. Ever. Wife murder. I'm sorry. Dog murder. With that jawline. Mafia boss daughter with murder. That jawline. Yeah, but with that jawline though. Mm-mm-mm. Look, kills all thing. the dogs. I don't care. The guy. <gasps> the guy's a. He's a murderer, and he has been yes. like spoiler alert. He actually he did. He killed all the things and that you... I think he know. only got convicted for the for gun charges, though, Drew. I don't think he got convicted for murder. No, no, after the... Like, legally... Let's, let's no, he sure. literally... Continue. Look, I don't want... Okay. Continue, I don't, Drew. I don't want to fucking ruin anyone's uh, jam if they want to see uh, the jinx. I don't want to ruin that. So oh, turn this off if you want to see the so, dings. So stop so listening spoiler. to this. And this also is... it's been out since 2015, Get a Life. But I haven't seen it. I don't know. Oh, so, Patrick. So the Jinx, if you don't want to know the ending, turn is... this off. Watch it. It's amazing. Can I just ask one question about the Jinx in general? Yeah. Like, is it like a mystery? Like, we don't know that he killed her? Because so, it seems so pretty obvious. It, through it, you actually... So it's weird. There's a lot of It's not like, just about Kathy. Yeah, and it's not it's just it's a lot about this dude and like mm-hmm. what what and how and where like it it's it's a very good documentary. Is it because the there's going money, like I don't know. Is it the money like he had so much money that he just is a sociopath no. and doesn't have any like remorse? Okay, I'm going to try to give it to you uh, in like 5 points as far as the jinx. Okay. It starts out and they're talking about the murder of some dude who got dismembered in Galveston, Texas and that's crazy. And, the and then you that? find out and then you find out but by a, supposedly by a mute woman 
And then you find out that like fucking just you wait. Oh. Then you find out, oh well, actually the mute woman was there's Robert Durst, and he totally yeah, reveals himself. He was but, a mute woman. He was a mute woman, like Sally and, Hawkins. And he was also suspected in killing his wife. And then he also kills his friend to keep her from talking about killing his wife. And they were coming after him. It digs and in my money brain. on money on yeah. money on money. And he has the best wife ever, uh, Debbie. It digs in Debra. so hard. Debra. It digs so in so hard. I should watch the Jinx, is what you're saying. Yeah, it's very. Ooh. Very good. Okay. But it uh, starts but out not the, just about cats. How many episodes? Eight? I think it's eight. John Lee, would you it's watch this with eight. me with a eight box of Black Box? I, tonight. I, tomorrow, tonight, any day. Okay. I was watching right. it earlier. Well, continue, Drew. Just, or just so you, you know, like. I don't the, care about being spoiled. The very last, <laughs> the very last thing. Mm-hmm. So the documentarians uh, actually, they had. Audio recording. They had his, everywhere. He was mic'd. Yeah, he was mic'd. Oh. He had his mic on. Still. So he had his oh, mic on. I heard about that part. And of at it. the very end of this, Chris and I watched this as it came out. At the very end of mind this, mind blowing. Yes. Yeah. So did I. At the very but end like, of it. We, yes. But <laughs> I'm just saying, the very end of it is the him talking to himself, straight up like. And I know you wouldn't probably understand this, Patrick, but like Gollum from I Lord love of the Rings. That guy, he's the computer guy and he's Smeagol. a little man. <laughs> yeah. And he makes yes. a thing. So you know how he talks to himself? Yes. He's like Smeagol good, Smeagol yep. bad. He's like Gollum, Smeagol. Right? Yes. Yeah. He That was my nickname on my swim really team. Really good comparison. He talks to himself like that. No. Literally look when he's in the bathroom he's like, "What do what do I do? I don't know. And I'm he's like, burping. and he's like, kill them all, he's of like, course. Kill them all, of course. Does he like, have Kathy? He uh, fucking uh, goes back and forth. My face he, is shocked. He, my face is shocked. What? It goes in. He. That's the end of the no. fucking thing. That's I it. was when I watched this. I was screaming. I could I couldn't not handle it. But, like I was like I was like yeah absolutely shut the fuck. Up. So it's wild. It's so good. And, and actually, you know what I was actually when I was really thinking, I yes. was like, these documentarians are the luckiest motherfuckers. Yes, dude, alive. absolutely, absolutely. Are. Because they you know what? Are. He didn't he like contact them and was like, I yes. really you, I want you guys to interview me and tell After my the movie. side. Mm-hmm. After all good things. Yeah. And these dudes, as you said, Drew, hit the freaking jackpot. They were like, um. We cracked this, this case. This is wide the open. end of it. So my question would the be: the perfect ending about about all this. Mm-hmm. Like, this movie came out in 2017. Did the Jinx come out in 2018? Like, what the fuck? No, it's no. 15, I think. Yeah, Chris. Chris and I early on in our friendship. Sorry, Drew, to interrupt, but this is kind of a personal thing because we also became friends go for it, like, go during for this it. time. And Chris was like, "Why don't you come to my house and we'll watch this documentary that my brother told me is good?" And <laughs> we watched the first episode of The Jinx, and we were mind blown. And then we both kept watching it, which I don't usually really watch shows, and it was just. Uh, I mean, it's it's the best. So many feelings. It's like the it's it's one of the best true crime. Absolutely. Like documentaries ever made. My question is, why didn't it translate to a Lifetime movie? Like, was this too art well, house the, or like what happened? The documentary isn't primarily just about Kathy. There's so much more. Drew. Is it, wouldn't, would the Jinx not fit into a movie format in an hour and a half? I, I know it wouldn't. What a movie that would be. Oh, well, even with an Emmy you, writer. You would have to make 
the timelines and all that kind of there's shit. So there's so many murders. much shit in it. Absolutely. The timelines were so confusing. Yeah. If they didn't have the colors, I wouldn't have and known. And they're just focusing on Kathy. Think about the fact that his friend that you mentioned with the black bangs, he kills her execution style. He did? It's a whole thing. My, this is the real life fact. That didn't even come with, to fruition in the movie. My theory with that it was a Lifetime movie. Right. Um, so they, they wanted to get this crazy story together yes. but they got it together way like before this documentary came out so the the script is written they shot it or they, and then it came out right 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 like or they just like their their thing was that they they're just like oh this is perfect for a lifetime just make it make it up i don't care that sounds right you know you have the you have the director being like i don't who ca- Catherine Fee's like fuck. She's like, I gotta do the, other things. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. this is why this is why I want to cork the movie because this is like honestly one of the least interesting aspects of the entire Durst mythology mm-hmm. is the whole Catherine Kathy thing. case. Absolutely, it's I agree. Really, not even it does not even touch him pretending to be a mute woman and beheading <laughs> right. a man. Yeah, yeah. Right. So R.I.P. Kathy. He, but fun Patrick facts. Right. My no, face Patrick, is like Patrick's what? Eyes are just. <laughs> A lit. No, Chris is right. The Kathy thing, typical wife disappearance and R.I.P. Kathy, love you, girl. But yes, pretending to be a mute woman, dismembering and beheading a man, and the head to this day has never been found. Execution-style murder of his friend, Susan Berman. (laughs) Murder of multiple dogs. There's so many things going on with Robert Durst. Kathy dying, like, R.I.P. I I love you, girl. Yours is the saddest, too. So sad. But definitely not the most interesting, 100%. I'm wearing a shirt that says, fuck Robert. Durst, Me and too. I didn't understand why I was wearing the shirt because he <laughs> seemed like fine in the movie. Yeah, but marital rape, Patrick. Marital rape. Yeah, but he was really the actor who played him was very attractive. Even he, good and job. I'm not, and I'm I not mean, even gay. Oh and my I god, lo- I, marital and I want rape. To be I, I'm him. done. I'm done. John Lee, I understand marital rape. Yeah, we get but, it. But he didn't. But like. Okay. Actor didn't do that. I didn't really. This doesn't say fuck the actor who played Robert Durst. It says fuck David Durst. Gillis. I don't know. Robert <laughs> Durst did not come across that bad in the movie. <gasps> no, oh, that's. Oh, can we? No, mention- if you're if you're telling me. No, hold on, hold on. Uh, in the movie. In the movie, I did not think he was. Oh, and that's that's actually that's fucked up. I'm gonna change mine. Put a cork in it. Yeah, Drew. <laughs> Drew. I'm putting it. Thank you. I'm serious. I mean, like he did fucked up shit. You're right. Marital rape, he killing dogs. Beat her. But kill dogs. Marital rape. I don't. What but, are you I mean, not like, understanding? What like. The worst thing he did was put out a cigarette in a pastry. No, the worst thing he did was marital rape. I'm just going to keep How coming back to you? that as a woman, that marital rape is really bothering me. You're right. And that's why but, I have women on the podcast to check me all the time, yeah. because that didn't even make my It notes. was bad. It was really bad and disturbing <laughs> and kind of upsetting, guys. It didn't. The cigarette in a pastry it over didn't. marital rape. I don't know. I was like, why are you putting a cigarette in a pastry? Right. Uh, I'm offended by that. Ladies and gentlemen, they show the marital rape scene. It, it actually is really disturbing. And the domestic abuse scenes, are they're hard to watch. And this is a thing that happens and is very real so it's it's kind of again i was texting and like doing other things while i was watching this <laughs> movie and drinking wine That's so fair. i was That's i was fair. ready for a lifetime romp and this was not that no this took a lot 100%. of my energy and it gets like one one star another interesting fact is that right. he got caught because he shoplifted a sandwich to fight despite the fact that he had like five hundred dollars in his pocket and like thirty seven thousand dollars in his car dummy dummy and shoplifted a sandwich from a convenience store no, in Philadelphia. But you know what? I mean, he's just a that sounds yeah. like karma. Bob Durst that sounds energy. like karma. 
coming to get you. Well, Reno- Winona Ryder shop- shoplifted, and she has like it's the thrill, you know. Yeah, you know, you guys it's the thrill. Wait, you guys never shoplifted? I saw a toothbrush from Walmart another, once. Another I'll time, I absolutely have. <laughs> another time. Right. I have a lot of stories. That wraps up our conversation about yes. the lost wife of Robert Durst. Is there a CCB segment? On this no, no, not for oh. this one. Okay. Um, that's Hallmark only. And oh, okay. trust me, I have many more coming in season three. <laughs> season three is coming. Uh, I did Guys, not... CCB that I mentioned is Candace Patrick's Cameron Bure so segment. The deal with, with coming up, just speaking of this, because in a previous episode, I said that we were done recording. And we're not. Surprise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I needed to record more episodes, so I asked my friends to record some. And those Hallmark Season 3 are coming. Lifetime Christmas, all that's coming. CCB will be a staple of that. Um, but before we get to that, we have to wrap up Season 2. Yeah. Wrap it um, up. So we're wrapping it up. John Lee, where can we find you on social media? Do you have anything else to plug? You can absolutely find me. So I don't know if Patrick mentions this in the blurb, but I am a student at Loyola University, but I'm also very funny and great. My Twitter is at John Lee. And if you really want to add me on Instagram, you can add me at my username that Patrick here came up with, I did. which is Jaylee, J-L-E-E dot Bailey, B-A-E-L-E-E. Because Amazing. I am his bae and I'm Jaylee Bailey. Bailey. You're my Bailey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chris, where can we find you? Or do you have anything to plug? You don't have to plug your social media if you don't want to. Tell them about dad lies. Oh, uh, no, I'm all over. I'm all over the regular uh, social media stuff. But uh, honestly, I think my LinkedIn is probably the funniest thing these days. Cool. That's, and so just no. find me on LinkedIn. He has a Twitter called at dad lies. Also find that. Um, it's at I think it's at 420 divorce now. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. 420 divorce. OK. <laughs> nice. Thank you. I, nice. I actually love that. I like Drew, that. where can we find you? Yeah, you can find me and Drew butt with pants. On Instagram, anything but with else? One T. Yeah, just just one T. <laughs> Not that Drew butt, butt. Like a butt. Drew butt with pants. It's like instead of Drew's butt. It's me, but with pants instead yes. of not pants. <laughs> Thank you all for being here for this very special episode. This was a lot of stuff to get through, and yeah. like we did a really good job because. I'm totally ignorant and I didn't know anything. <laughs> of course, of course. And of course, Patrick. Uh, and but the burping. The yes, burping. You guys educated me so much on Robert Durst and why I should hate him. Bobby, Bobby, Robert Durst. Yes, fuck that guy. Fuck nice Robert sure. Durst. My dad is Seymour. Doug's a pussy. Yes, you can follow me at Patrick Miguel or the podcast at Life to Run Court. Don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Five stars emojis, please. And also uh, check out our website, Life to Court.com. You can contact us at Lightroom Court. Uh, I forgot my email. Podcast at Lightroom Court. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we have a phone number, but it doesn't matter. I'll, I'll push that at Hallmark Season <laughs> where you can call in. But I don't fucking care. Call me or not. Whatever. No marital rape. Don't marital rape. Don't marital rape. And you know what? That's illegal now, so don't do it. Thank you, 1990s. Yeah, thank you, 1990s. And sorry, 1970s. What a terrible time to be alive. The yellow period. The yellow period. Okay, bye. 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 Bye.